Hey, good people. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. Thank you so much for joining. Happy to have you. It's wonderful that you're here. Um, and I just, I just want to just, you know, this bright, fresh, early morning, we are Get ready to step in the spring. Hopefully it feels like it. Hopefully there's no more snow, but there has been a lot of devastating weather out there. So um, hopefully it's starting to feel a little bit warmer where you are and feeling good and you're feeling some of that fresh sunshine hit your face. I don't know about you, but it definitely makes a difference for me. Um, I'm not necessarily uh, clinically diagnosed with seasonal um seasonal, uh, depressive disorder. I know I'm missing something. Um, but I have a lot of friends who are, and so it makes a really big difference for them too. So I hope wherever you are, um, despite the adverse weather, uh, that you are finding yourself an opportunity to enjoy the warming up of, um, of the season. So, uh, how you guys feeling? Doing okay this morning? this afternoon or this evening. Good. Sounds good. I mean, and even if it's not great, I hope that by joining here today, you can find a little peace and, and maybe a storm that is happening in your life right now. Um, I hope that you can maybe find a little perspective uh, from anything that's kind of like uprooted in your life or, you know, again, some peaceful and positive perspective to help you navigate through whatever that thing is that may be holding you or holding you back this season, holding you up or holding you back. Um, if you know, or if you've been here for a while, you know, that's what we're all about. However, if you've been invited here by someone or myself included, having a conversation with me, then you will know, um, that it, it makes me incredibly joyful to know that you've decided to stop in and check it out. Um, but also know that by stopping in and checking it out, maybe you're giving yourself a few minutes of downtime that could be very much needed for your day. So good people, I hope that whatever you're set up and setting out to do for today, uh, that it is one that can help you on your journey, um, in getting over whatever that storm or uprooting is on your life. Um, so let's jump right in. I'm so sorry. I know y'all miss trivia. Do y'all miss trivia? I kind of miss it. I kind of miss that little random one minute timer that always goes out before I'm done reading the question. I kind of miss that. I don't know if you guys miss it, but um, I've had a couple people write in saying, hey, keep the trivia going. And I know that I'm not, I'm not the greatest at making trivia questions and it's not really easy to like, think of any, but maybe I just start doing like questions for fifth grade. You remember that show? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Well, it like fifth grade work. If you've ever been around like an elementary school kid, the way that they're teaching them, no offense educators, but the way how they're teaching some of the common core 
stuff that we learned when we were younger, if you're a little bit older like me, um, it's kind of hard. <laughs> so maybe I can start asking questions that are like a fifth grade, the things that maybe you stopped using, but you still need to know, like, um, oh, what is the capital of Somalia or something like that? I don't know. Like, we'll figure it out. But um, I kind of miss trivia. I hope uh, if you if you want trivia to come back, send me a message. Really, I really appreciate that. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and jump in to uh, the content for this week. And it's pretty interesting because as I sit to talk to you, there's absolutely nothing happening around me. And when I say that, I mean, this is a week where everything is kind of really silent and quiet. Usually when I'm recording, I have some elements of something that I'm having to navigate through, but this week is incredibly quiet. Um, And so because of that, I just want to take some time to reflect a little bit um, because, you know, if you have a spiritual foundation, um, we are in the, in, in the middle of quite a bit, right? Regardless if you have a spiritual foundation, I, I messed up what I was saying this early and sometimes my brain gets a little foggy. Um, I'm pretty sure that happens to you sometimes too. I wish that Limitless, um, have you seen that movie before with Bradley Cooper? Or there was that limitless, well, technically it's a pill. So he takes a pill and he becomes incredibly sharp. But the adverse effect is like he come, he becomes so dull. And he, he became addicted to being so sharp that he didn't want to be dull anymore. Um, put everything on speed. So maybe I don't want that limitless pill. However, to something that curved that brain fog that happens in the morning. Yeah, that's me. So... Again, I I do want to reflect um, because we are in the middle of a lot, regardless of where your spiritual foundation is or not. We're in the middle of a lot, right? For instance, global affairs. It is hard not to pay attention to what's happening and with Ukraine and Russia, regardless of how you feel about it, it's hard not to pay attention to it. Um, One, because it's affecting millions, millions of people who are there geographically that are being displaced. Um, But it's also affecting people emotionally to turn on, uh, you know, the news or whatever footage and to see what is happening, the sheer devastation, like complete cities just gone Um, or it completely just shattered and uh, by shell casings and bomb casings um, is is it's affecting uh, families and people who are losing loved ones as if COVID wasn't enough, right? Um, it's, if rather you're close to it in that regard or you have family there or you've been displaced or in the midst of not having any like personal connection to it, you may be feeling it in, in another regard, and that is at the pump, right? If you're a driver and you have to drive, you know, you're paying a little bit more for gas than what you normally would, but it's also affecting your groceries. It's, and, and that is not in direct relation to just the war in Ukraine, but it is 
all of those things, many of those things are creating additional supply chain issues um, that were already existent as a result of us being on lockdown for, you know, three weeks, four weeks, or however long it was. Um, and when you think about that, like we, we, like inflation and how much things are costing is the highest it's been since like the eighties. So if you look at our timeline, that's anywhere between 35 to 40 years ago. And that, that, I mean, that's a long time to not experience something like that. So, you know, your budget is taking a real big hit right now. Like things are tight in probably one way or another. Um, and again, because we haven't fully caught up to our supply chain issues, we're paying more for basic things like soap. Um, and then, you know, on the, not even on the back end, but on the side of those things, right? We have mask mandates uh, or lack thereof, right? And are still finding ways to um, those mask mandates, whether they exist in your country or city or not. Um, I know uh, in China, they're on full on lockdown, full on lockdown. But one of the reasons for that is because they want zero people with COVID. They want zero people in their country uh, with COVID. So they've gone on a full on aggressive lockdown and people are screaming out of their windows, like, please help us. Um, It's just, again, uh, I didn't even, and that's, and that's just some of the things that are on our plate from a global look and across the country, right? I didn't even talk about the personal things that we're facing, right? Um, rather, it's something as simple as because it's getting warm outside and you're having an allergy flare up and it's really hard to tell what's allergies versus COVID versus a springtime cold, right? And how you might feel confused, like, dang. I have a stuffy nose. Does that mean I have to stay in the house for like a few days? Some of us may want to, some of us, some of us may welcome the break, but others of us are like, dang, do I really have to sit out of this thing that I wanted to do? Um, and so we're, we're taking a hit good people from many angles is all I'm getting at, which is why I find it important to share, um, that especially for me, quiet is loud right now. And when I say loud, I mean, it, the, the necessity to be a quiet is speaking very loudly to me. I don't know if it has anything to do with the season that we're in. I don't have, I don't know if that has, excuse me. I don't know if that has something to do with, um, you know, my thoughts on when it gets quote unquote, quote noisy. Um, but a couple of things that I have for you this week is number one. Now this is where the faith part comes in. If you have a foundation of faith, you you may be in a season of anticipating Easter, the Easter holiday. And right now, marking Wednesday, we are in the middle of Holy Week. So I too, I practice and hold an air of reverence, extreme reverence during this entire week, which is likely why the silence um, is speaking loudly to me, like, especially in this week. Um, the message or the big idea, and it's not really a big idea because admittedly, I, I kind of took this idea from church this past week 
Um, and it was really trying to think about how it applies to even my life um, in this chapter. So bear with me, even if you are not that person that has this kind of strength or stronghold or this relation, I think there's a core messaging here that could still be helpful. Even if you haven't declared uh, a, a spiritual cadence to anything of what I'm talking about. Um, and so this week, you know, I, I'm immediately in, in recognizing that I'm being taken to John chapter four. Um, and just a brief overview, this chapter um, speaks of a woman in particular who has had a troubled past. Uh, she is a woman from a place called Samaria and Samaritans and Jewish people in in those times, they were, they didn't speak to each other. And depending on how orthodox you were, sometimes Jewish people, um, or, or, or would take specific traveling routes as to not cross through Samaria as to not have any contact with Samarian people. Uh, well, in this particular case, um, there's a woman and, and she's from Samaria and she has had a particularly troubled past. And no, I'm not saying she, because, uh, of, of trying to glorify women here and because I am a woman. Um, but I'm saying she, because that's truly the story in the book. Right. Um, so she had many husbands, uh, five to be exact. And, um, she was a different ethnicity in totality than Jesus. And so I just spoke about that a little bit ago. So openly in this public forum, Jesus and this woman had a conversation by a well and the woman's jars were empty and ready to be filled to the brim, uh, at the well, like, you know, a well for water. Uh, but while she was in preparation to fill those jars, those empty jars, she also had an, like this veil of confusion over her because she is not understanding why this man in particular in public with a different ethnicity than her is speaking to her in a public sphere and not stoning her for her past mistakes. At, at this well, um, Jesus had shared with her that instead of asking um, for water, for more water, the woman was obviously there for water. So while they were there, Jesus said, instead of asking for water from the well, you should be asking for living water as this living water will quench her thirst forever. And so she's immediately like intrigued, like, where's this water? Yes, I want that kind of water that will quench my thirst forever. Um, and she, in that moment of her asking, like, yes, where's this water? She's not realizing that he is actually speaking of himself. Um, so as she recites portions you know, as she, as she is like reciting portions of her life through code, like, yeah, you wouldn't be the one to pick me. I, I wouldn't be the one that you would actually consider to give living water. Like that idea of I'm not worthy. Um, I would, I certainly wouldn't be the one that should receive it. Um, and she's saying it in code because of the things that she knows about her life. 
However, in this moment, Jesus starts to recant or recite some of the things in her past that are actually very specific and very true to her, right? Like her relationship with her husbands, like her feelings of being in a public sphere, talking to a man. Um, And so it is in those moments where he's calling out specific things in her life that only she would know. Um, not for mockery, right? Not to make fun of her, but to allow the woman to, to know that she is quote unquote seen, right? That he sees her. I I know you, I can't tell you how I know you, but I know you, right? So this woman leaves her water jugs at the well. Like that was the main reason why she was at the well. She leaves those water jugs and runs to town amongst people she's avoided because of her public shame, right? This woman has avoided being in the middle of busy towns by which she lives because she was afraid of being stoned or she didn't feel she was worthy to walk amongst those other people. So instead of her running and hiding, she ran into that town to share her testimony with meeting the answer, which in this case is Jesus. So in this moment, you know, of seeking silence, how might some of your ways be similar to this woman is what I ask. And so you think like, well, what were the ways of the woman? Let's go back. She discredited herself. She felt unworthy. She felt like she was not enough. She felt like she wasn't deserving to walk amongst the people uh, that were in her town. She felt unworthy to walk amongst people in general, right? So how might we have ways that are similar to the ways of this woman? And, And I also take it even one step further. In what ways might we share or think that what we are doing, what we're physically doing, on a day-to-day basis is not enough or the things that we're attempting to do is not enough or the, the ways that we're attempting to think is not enough or that we are doing our day-to-day looking for the right answers. When the answer, capital answer, of restoration, redemption, and truth are always right right in front of us, right? Um, And the reason why I bring it there is because, again, even if you don't have a spiritual cadence about you, it may be hard to conceptualize this. However, if you do somewhat have a faith formation, you may recognize that sometimes the answers that we're digging so deep for is always available to us if we just give a little time or moment of silence and and honor that faith formation and honor that spiritual cadence that you have. Right. Because what I believe in any form of entrepreneurship, we have to consider a person's optimal health. So why talk about this? Right. Because our optimal health live in five categories, physical, emotional, social, spiritual and intellectual. And notice how one of those components is spiritual. Right. 
While I do believe that sometimes entrepreneurs do have the ability to run solo, like by themselves, so they can get their work done. Um, and, and they're motivated by this in ways that their friends are not. So sometimes as an entrepreneur, your friends don't get you. They don't understand why you're doing certain things. They don't understand why you're quote unquote working so hard. They don't get it. They don't get it. And that's not their fault. It's just, they don't get it. But running solo as an entrepreneur, one thing that an entrepreneur, in my, in my opinion, should not abandon is their spiritual health because it accounts for what part of you believes versus the part of you that denies. I think that entrepreneurs should not abandon their spiritual health because sometimes this journey is a lonely walk. And I also feel like entrepreneurs shouldn't abandon their spiritual health because it is a component that drives us. So again, the part of you that still, um, this is the part of the entrepreneur that still shares their idea or their, the thing that they're working on, even though finances may be tight and they're not, they're, they don't know where the next dollar or the dime is coming from to fuel that business or power it up. Um, it is that part of the entrepreneur or that person that feels alive and seen and pushing to be known, even when doubt and and, and feeling that isolation, like, man, nobody in my circle is doing this right now. So why am I doing this? Right? So for me, looking at this biblical story reminds me of what can happen if we pay too much attention to this thing called noise, quote unquote noise. So here's big idea number two, and it's not really that big. So uh, number two, when there's a lot of noise distracting you from your goals, it is best to get quiet and centered. So this quietness and this centered is, is really to regain focus, right? All the noise uh, can have you scared, right? Just scared. Even if you're like, oh, I don't, I don't get scared about nothing. I'm not afraid of nothing. Well, good for you. But I can almost guarantee you that paying attention to all the noise will have you like worrisome or thinking about things that haven't even impacted you, if at all, or yet. So that's why I say scared. All the noise can have you scared for the things that haven't even impacted your life yet. Right? Um. Paying attention to all the noise can have you scared and making decisions that can sabotage, sabotage the future of, of what you're trying to accomplish. And again, all the noise can have you in reaction mode, right? Making you feel as if you have to do something about everything. Running aimlessly to impact a little bit here and impact a little bit there, but what? What in total are you impacting? And how does fixing that allow you to aim for the things that you really want? How does fixing this issue over here, this problem over here, this friend's issue over here really help you gain ground on where uh, or, or what you are trying to accomplish or finish or complete? Sometimes it's not, if we're being honest. And sometimes it is. So, and I think there are always extenuating circumstances. So it's a case by case basis, but to really sit and look at it may have you wondering like, you know, why am I doing that? Right? 
So again, I go back to this idea of the woman being right in front of the answer, willing to give her a way to access living water. The answer was willing to give her a way to access living water, meaning water that she could drink from and feel full and feel fresh and feel refreshed every single day. And so she runs to it. She runs. She left behind the jugs that could give her standing water, right? She left those jugs behind that she was intending to fill with that standing well water because that was the main purpose of why she calculated her time to make sure she was in the public sphere to get water at the time where she could avoid everyone. And she left those. So I bring it back, right? The lady left the main thing she came to do get well water. Though she left behind the very thing that she needed, the water jugs. Sometimes in a season of getting quiet and centered, we may find that we need to walk away from things that do not serve us optimally nor spiritually. Other times we walk away from things that at one point in time, were important to us and our families. But but sometimes we walk away from it because we understand that maybe this isn't, maybe this shouldn't be the priority or the focus of my life or my family anymore based on the answer, the capital A answer. Like what is helping me to walk in a way that aligns with my faith formation, my foundation, my moral compass, and, and what seems to be the optimal for me and my family. The answer sometimes comes when we are least expecting it, right? But are we listening to the noise? Are we listening to the answer? Like, see, sometimes the answer is contrary to how we feel we should move. Uh, but I promise When you do receive it, it is always on time and in perfect, and I mean perfect, and always in perfect fashion. So I ask you this week, in what ways might you be looking for answers in filling those gaps, those answers with noise? Filling those gaps of shame and error with temporary solutions? instead of a life with the answer, and that's capital answer, right? Uh, I think, good people, it's important to follow a dream. I really do. I think it's even more important to identify when God may be asking you to step into something, right? Uh, So more specifically, I think it's, more important to identify when when God may be asking you to step into an idea uh, that fits the calling on your life in this world. Or when God is asking you to step out of something, maybe it's a bad habit, maybe it's a doubtful feeling, maybe it's, a, it's, it's that reactive nature uh, because you're trying to impact everything, but uh, all at the same time, instead of focus in on the one thing that you can impact fully, right? Um, 
I think it's important to identify when God may be asking you to do these things so that you can have fullness and comfort in what you say and do day to day. And by finding that that precious balance and being able to walk that line, you start to make decisions that align with that and and start to you know push out things that do not serve you or serve you well or or that you can recognize are temporary fixes that only fill for the moment and then they're quickly gone they're fleeting right all and you can do all of this all of this while still feeling seen feeling known and being loved and that and that can be a hard thing for us to wrestle with sometimes uh, so I ask you good week this people as we, you know, as I move to honor Holy Week and just being in my faith formation and my faith cadence is that I ask you this week as we move into the observation of this religious holiday to identify where are you being called to step into more of and leave behind that of which is no longer serving you or your family. That's all I have for you guys this week. Thank you. It's been a wonderful time to sort of flesh through some of that thinking and to sort of sit with that. But that's kind of where I'm going to be resonating this week. And I hope that through and through all the things that you're handling or battling with or or navigating through, whether it be a lot or a little bit, that you find time, even if for nothing more, to just sit in silence with your thoughts, with your ideas, to journal, to pray if praying is your thing or to just think, to see if you receive any answers that have been trying to speak to you that maybe haven't been able to because the noise was in. Thank you so much, good people. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week in remembrance and in celebration of how we do things best and most. Um, And that is to, um, you know, power through whatever we need to power through, but also rest we need to rest. And of course, to look up, to acknowledge that, man, we've come a long way and we've got places we still want to go. And so because of that, I thank you guys for this week. I appreciate you. I love you. And I hope you have a really great Easter observation Sunday. Take care. And I will meet you here this time next week. Same time, same place. And as always, let's make it a great week. And as always, let's go.